Hey there. Welcome to the Girl Go Global podcast where faith and works are empowered. With every episode, we're discussing what it takes to pursue purpose intentionally while doing everything we have in our hearts to do. Together, we're embracing our multi-layered lives with faith, know-how, and grit. I'm your host, Dr. Jasmine, and I'm ready to go global with you. Let's get started. Welcome to the Girl Go Global podcast. I'm Dr. Jasmine, and I have with me Dr. Kiana L. Peart. Today, we're talking about mending relationships and friendships. This episode happens to be sponsored by Kiana's realty company called KLP Realty. I want to give Dr. Kiana an opportunity to share a little bit more about her and her business. Dr. Key? Hello, everyone. As Jasmine stated, my name is Kiana Lynette Peart, and I am married. I've been married for the past 11 years. My husband and I have a son, and he's five. In addition to that, I am a licensed realtor in the state of Maryland. I also have a real estate and investment company, and I'm currently um, pursuing a second doctoral degree. I'm working on a PhD in counseling and psychological studies. Last but definitely not least, I am a Christian, and I take my walk with the Lord Jesus Christ very seriously. Thank you so much for that introduction, and I'm so excited to have this conversation. Um, when I sat down, we talked about mending relationships. It was so important that I wanted to bring this to the podcast, um, because a lot of times, I think what happened was, for me, I saw a meme, and it was saying something about if talking about you shouldn't go back to relationships that hurt you or shouldn't go back to relationships that just weren't palpable or favorable, you know, you should just kind of just let it go. And so then I thought about how we had an opportunity to mend our relationship and I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to have a conversation around it. Um, We were friends back in our HBCU days at Morgan State University. Um, We met in 1998 and in, in the dorm summer summer pre-college program yeah got to know each other and we became the best of friends more like sisters I would say mm-hmm. and based on that you know all those years traveled um we traveled through life together traveling together and um doing mm-hmm. great things doing some ministry kind of things and just kind of walking through life with each other through school through our own doctoral programs yeah grad school and all kinds of experiences moving out moving in just doing different things living doing life together Mm -hmm. and so we had a breakdown in our friendship and it hurt um and I I I didn't think about it until we actually talked about it but I think that Mm -hmm. the love through the friendship was always there Mm -hmm. um well I guess after we had to break down I think the love was still there I think what was important is we didn't, when we, when our relationship kind of went awry, I don't think that we, how shall I say, um, went so far with being super disrespectful or like cursing each other out or anything. (laughs) I don't think, I think we had so much love for each other that we didn't go there because some people do necessarily. Mm -hmm. I think we did both say some hurtful things, but I didn't think we, 
let it all out to the point where the relationship would be unsalvageable. Let me know your thoughts. Right. Um, well, I just think that our relationship transformed from being a close relationship to one of associates. Yeah. Because over the years, we still kept in contact with each other, but it was very surface. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we didn't really deal with the issues at hand. And I think that we had our own perspectives and we lived in those perspectives for many years. So um, there was no mending. It was just like we just became associates and 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 we just and that's just how we were. Um yeah, that's because I don't think that we were because we didn't have we we had an argument, but it wasn't an argument like it wasn't like a dirty argument where mm-hmm. we were talking, you know, saying really, um, I would say disrespectful, belittling things to each other. We didn't do that. We just stated how we felt and then we, we just separated yeah, wow. I, I think I think that that makes perfect sense. And that I think that kind of wraps a bow about around what I was trying to share. Um, but I, one of the things that I wanted to talk about today was, um, I guess, given the timeline, I think we kind of, I guess, went out separate separate ways around what was it, 2011 or 12 or something like that? Well, it was for 10 years. So it was I got married in 2011. And that's when the relationship um like it shifted from being one of you know this is my sister to this is just um someone I went to school with we're associates we you know keep in contact with each other I'm gonna say happy birthday to you on your birthday on Facebook but it's not gonna be anything other than that we weren't having conversations on the phone um but we weren't beefing um yeah that's kind of weird actually it's, it's, people- very, it's very <laughs> People like we like just talk talk about people. Mama talk about your looks, talk about your clothes, talk about I hated you anyway or whatever. But I, you know, just in thinking about it, we still like I came to your your um my baby shower, baby shower yeah, brought you a gift, yeah. You know, it was just it I don't was, know, and I came <laughs> to your bridal shower, yeah. <laughs> but but we <laughs> we wasn't like talking <laughs> at all, like. Yeah, and people so would ask me about you. I was like, oh, I'm not sure. I would never really say anything negative about you. But I was like, oh, but we're me, not friends anymore. Me neither. <laughs> so I wouldn't even say that. I remember because we were like Sami's twins, right? Um, Literally. We were like always together. Mm-hmm. So people would naturally ask me, how is Jasmine? And I would be like, I don't know. You probably know more than I do. And so they would give me this look like, what? Like... <laughs> So they're like, um, well, are y'all still friends? And I'd be like, well, we still cool. But I wouldn't say that we were not friends. Okay. Um, I would just be like, we're cool. We just, you know, we're both doing our own thing. But, you know, and I remember I was talking to someone specifically, and I won't mention his name, but we used to go swimming with him in the summertime. So you mm-hmm. know who I'm talking about. And so I gave him that kind of response. And he was like, what happened? Like, no, you're going to tell me the truth. Like he, I want the truth, what went down. And I never had a genuine, like open, honest conversation with him. I just stuck with, you know, we, we, you know, we kind of grew apart. Um, But no, 
like if he's listening or if he ends up listening to this podcast now he's gonna know that it just wasn't that we grew apart but there was um you know something happened and it caused us to go out separate separate ways yeah for sure so when we think about this relationship and we talk think about the topic of mending relationships what I'll say I believe that it takes a lot of faith to mend a relationship I never in a million, I honestly, I don't know that I could say, I never thought that we would get back to a place where we were communicating regularly or thinking about going on trips together or, you know, I I don't know what I thought. I just don't know. But it takes a lot of faith to mend a relationship. So for you, um, Dr. Key... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we over, we over here doctors by the way <laughs> for you what it takes what did it take for you to have enough faith to say you know we're gonna we're gonna try because I remember I think we went out to dinner once and you mentioned to me that you wanted to um try to mend the relationship more you know do more as far as our relationship was concerned. And I, I said, okay, I think I'm open to that. But we, I don't think at that time, it was a couple of years ago, I think. Was, I don't think yeah. that we were very intentional about it. But like, where, where, where was the, your faith when it said, let me, let me reach back in and even have enough courage to say, hey, I think I want this again. What, what role did your faith have played in it? Okay, so let's go back to that time frame. It was probably about five years ago when we had that, um, when we went out to dinner together and I said that. And I think I had a pretty good time at the dinner. So I was like, you know, I'm open to doing this more, but I wanted it to be authentic and feel natural to me. And I felt like um, it didn't feel natural. What I'm mm-hmm. saying is like moving forward, it would have been like really forced. So I didn't really put forth any effort and neither did you. Now, this second go round, I feel like it was divine. I really feel like it was a divine intervention from God. And I never told you this before, but um, some years ago I was in prayer and the Lord told me um, that he was going to start mending my relationships. And so when he told me that, I did not think of you, right? Mm. Because at the moment, I thought that our relationship would never be mended. I never thought that we would be like we once were. And two, um, we, were, uh, we weren't beefing. You know, we were associates. I didn't, you know, I wanted you to be successful. It's not like I had like yeah, taken sure. my heart towards you. So when he said he was going to start mending my relationships, naturally, I'm not thinking of you because I feel like there's nothing that needs to be mended. And I just never thought that you and I could be how we were once were. So when he said that, here I am, I'm going in my, I'm, you know, kind of going through my relationships. And so the first thing I do is reach out to two of my cousins and I'm like, cousins that over the years, we've had some issues and I reach out to them and I say, look, if I've done anything to offend you, I apologize. And so my cousins respond to me, both of them was like, oh, you didn't do anything to me. I'm fine. You know, but if I did anything to you, I apologize. (laughs) So I was like, okay, it's not them. And so some time goes by and I had a childhood friend. We had a falling out over money. I loaned her some money and um, she didn't give it back. And 
the way she handled me, I thought was really disrespectful. So our relationship ended. She ended up coming back to me and apologizing and our relationship was mended. So I thought it was her. So I'm like, oh, wow. You know, my relationship with her has been mended. So God must have been talking about this person. And then I had another friendship. Again, our relationship wasn't fractured, but she came and she um, she apologized to me for some things that happened in our childhood. Um, And I was like, wow. And honestly, it brought some healing in me that I didn't even know that I needed. Like when she said it, it was like it. I don't know it. I felt like this this inner peace and this healing. And I was like, wow, I didn't even know that I needed that. So, again, I'm like, oh, this is what God is talking about. But maybe a year after that. The Lord, I'm in prayer again. And the Lord is like, I'm going to mend your relationships. And I'm like, what are you talking about? None of my relationships need to be mended. So some years go by. I randomly, um, and this is fast forward to 2020, right? Was that 2021 when I sent you that text message checking on you? I think it was 2021. Okay, so fast forward to 2021. It's some years that went by. I forgot all about the prayer, about the Lord saying he's going to mend my relationships. Um, I sent out of the blue, Jasmine was on my mind for like two weeks. I'm sorry, Dr. Jasmine was on my mind for like two weeks. And I said, oh, I got to reach out to her. But I kept forgetting. And then one day I said, you know what? I'm going to sit here and I'm going to um, send her a text, send her a text. Instead of texting me back, she calls me and then she's like, you know, thank you for checking up on me. And then we have this conversation. And then from there, we're, we're, we are talking to each other regularly. And then out of nowhere, um, I don't know what we were talking about. But Jasmine mentioned something about our friendship, how she thought how our friendship was going to be, or she thought that we would never not be friends. It was something like that. And then it caused us to talk about what happened in the relationship, how we both felt. She ended up apologizing. I ended up apologizing. And I feel like for me, this is my perspective. I feel like true forgiveness um, was, you could tell that there was true forgiveness because our relationship instantly, I feel like transformed. It's almost like our relationship was put on pause and then we unpaused it and we were right where we were um, yeah. when we first were friends, started being Listen, friends. You you just took all of the good words out of my mouth. I think that you explained that perfectly. Um, from my perspective, that was good. You said you put it on pause. I think that's how it felt for sure, actually. But um, I think one of the biggest... <laughs> takeaways from I have from the experience is um you know keeping that forgiveness you know I have really done a lot of work on myself in that 10 years just forgiving a whole bunch of stuff like forgiving just a whole bunch of stuff childhood hurts childhood this just different instances and that relationship you know Kiana just kind of mentioned some things that she had done personally in the prayer that she prayed or what the Lord had revealed to her. But one of the things I put, well, my mom used to say, put it on the altar. I put our relationship on the altar as far as the forgiveness was concerned and just kind of letting it just kind of fly and go into God's hands regarding whatever would transpire. And I too never really thought, excuse me, that the relationship would necessarily go anywhere or we would, I thought we would just remain how we were just kind of like associates as she stated. Um, but that forgiveness piece, like I did a lot of hard work in the area of forgiveness for a lot of things. And this relationship was one of those things. 
um, I never felt like, I guess, as time progressed, I can't even recall all that time ago, whether I was holding any um, resentment or different things in my, in my heart. But I do know that fast forward all these years later, that I had allowed the Lord to work on me so much so that there was no residue or scent, if you will, regarding mm-hmm. the fracture in the relationship. And so that kind of like one of the biggest, my biggest things is really doing a lot of forgiveness and making sure I'm trying to get into heaven, y'all. So like, basically, I'm just like <laughs> yeah, basically. So I'm like, even if I say something the wrong way or I think someone took it the wrong way, I'm like circling back like, hey, you good. I really didn't mean that in the way that it might have came across. I'm like, I'm really doing a lot of personal introspection and reflection so for me, my faith is all about getting it right in the moment and not waiting, um, really forgiving, forgiving, forgiving myself, just letting things go. So and because I know that unforgiveness and stress and all that kind of thing, it takes too much work to be mad at people. So like that's where I am with it. I agree with everything you said. But one of my biggest thing is like just really being intentional about forgiving, really looking back in myself and feeling like getting things right and situations right in that moment because I don't want to go 10 years knowing that I could have hurt somebody mm-hmm. anymore or knowing that I think that would be my biggest takeaway. Like I I wish, I think things happened the way they were supposed to happen, mm-hmm. but I don't want to go 10 years without getting off my chest if I can, you know. Mm-hmm. Because that's not that's not healthy, <laughs> and two, you know, it just doesn't serve anyone well. Mm-hmm. Um, we we could have been doing life together all this yeah. time. And we had cleared it up sooner, but I guess both of us needed some maturing. Both of us needed some growing up. I know I did. Um, in the area of just my <laughs> my mouth, right? Mm-hmm. So both of us needed some growing up. So I think it worked well. But dang, look how much time had passed yeah. that we could have been in relationship with one another by whatever that looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I'll say, like getting it right quick. <laughs> yeah. Working on that forgiveness is, as soon as you think, like if, even if I have an inkling, like if I think I said something wrong to somebody at work, like, hey, did, I hope the way I gave you that work assignment didn't come across wrong. Cause I'm trying, like sis trying to get into heaven. Just trying to meet Jesus. It's too many people out. People is dying. What they said in that Tyler Perry movie. People dying that never died before. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so like, I've faced some challenges in my health and all kinds of things that have mm-hmm. happened. So like, yeah, it's no room. It's, it's too much at stake to just be carrying unforgiveness in your heart. So we talked a little bit about strategy, some of the things that, um, you know, we did in order to get ourselves together, in order to kind of mend our relationship and get closer and just kind of rekindle and building that relationship over again. Do you have any advice for the people? Like, do you have any other advice that you would share with women, even men, who um trying to mend relationships? Like, I've already talked a little bit about forgiveness, but anything you want to share? Um, Something you said was very important. You said that we were, I don't know if you said we were immature or 
or we had to mature or you or you matured over the years. But I think that's that was it right there. I think that I know speaking from um, my perspective or speaking on me specifically, I know that I was immature. And so the to me, the only thing that can really mature you mature you really is experience knowledge education but also the lord jesus christ he is the main person or the main thing that can mature you so if you are constantly walking with jesus studying his word and spending time in prayer um there's going to be a level of maturity that's going to happen spiritually so when things like this happen you have you're not looking at um, the situation from a carnal perspective. You're looking at the situation. You're able to look at the situation from a spiritual perspective. And I don't think that at the time I was mature enough because when I was offended, all I could see was my offense. I couldn't see how Jasmine felt in the situation. So if I had to give anybody any advice, male or female, I would say, um, um, let the Lord Jesus Christ work on you, you know, to work on your heart, cleanse your heart um, through prayer, through worship, um, just mature you because it's through that maturity that you can see things from a different perspective. Because when you are a baby and this is in the natural, when you are a baby, you can't understand things just like in the spiritual. If you are a spiritual baby, it's some things you just cannot understand or comprehend. But as you get older, you see things, um, more clearly. And I feel like as I got older, I realized that even how the the offense that I felt, it wasn't, it wasn't that deep. It wasn't, it wasn't big enough or great enough to destroy a friendship for 10 years. That's good. So as I think about, you know, sometimes sneakily, right? I think about I don't want to do nothing wrong, right? <laughs> like, I don't want to say something the wrong way. I don't want to go backwards in our relationship. Like, help, help sis out. Help me out. Like, <laughs> like, what would you say, like, about, you know, it's going to take, it takes courage or persistence to kind of continue on or not be what, the, what are the key word these days is triggered, right? No, oh, Lord. <laughs> Thinking, thinking you're going to be triggered or I'm, I might do something that's going to hurt her feelings or she might not want to be my friend or, you know, or she might not want to continue on. Like, um, one of the things I'm working on is this, just that, like, I'm, am I triggered? Like, am I too, too overly worried that something may go wrong in our relationship or um, what do you think? It's going to keep us in a good place. You know, you never, you can't tell a future, obviously, right? But in the back of my mind, sometimes I even have the thought, like, I hope I ain't cut her off when she was talking or, you know, just do something that would cause a rift. I'm just sharing. I'm, I'm, I'm sharing my inner thoughts here. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, one, I just think that we are completely different. Um, I think that we are more mature and I feel like for us, I think that we should just 
um, be open and honest with each other and be mature enough to respect each other's perspective because your perspective might be different than mine, but I'm going to listen to what you have to say. And if I misunderstood you or you misunderstood me, then I'm going to have to be big enough, just like you have to be big enough to apologize, even if you felt like, girl, this girl is tripping. I didn't even say it like that. I didn't mean it like that. But if we are um, open and honest with one another, I'm going to know how you're feeling. I won't have to guess. Um, And you could have cut me off and and I don't feel any certain type of way, but I probably cut you off, too, because I talk a lot. You, you know what I'm saying? So I just feel like if we're open and honest with each other and if we're constantly praying, I don't think that it's going to what happened before will happen again. Yeah. Agreed. I feel like this is a counseling session. Should I be paying you? <laughs> Should I be paying you? <laughs> Why you paying me? Are we counseling each other? What are we doing? You're the one with the, what's your degree in counseling? It's about, yeah, it's about to be in counseling psychological study. <laughs> So let's talk, let's give some people some, some, some advice regarding, you know, if they're trying to mend a relationship, um, you know, I, I mended a relationship with my dad and I'm, I'm grateful mm-hmm. for that relationship. I'm grateful for how that revolved. We've mended relationships, our relationship, you know, so I'm grateful for that. If there are people out there who, who say, Hey, Hey, um, I, I got a relationship I want to mend, whether it be with a parent, whether it's a friend, a relative, whatever it is, or they, they're seeking some forgiveness in an area, or they themselves have caused an offense that have caused a rift in a relationship. You know, what can we say, a word of encouragement or anything to, you know, help them out with regard to how to take that first step? Um, I think the first thing you should do is pray. And I know y'all don't think I'm churchy or trying to be super deep, but this is like, this is my real advice. And I really do feel this way. Um, I, I feel like the first thing you should do is pray and ask God what he wants to do with the relationship because you can mend a relationship, meaning you forgive them, they forgive you and you move on. But those people might not necessarily be a part of your destiny and your purpose. Hmm. Um, so you have to know specifically if these people are even supposed to be in your life. Mm-hmm. And if you feel like these are lifelong relationships that the enemy has tried to destroy, then I feel like the first thing you should be doing is praying and asking God to mend and heal those relationships supernaturally. And then just being practical, I would reach out to those individuals. Hey, you know, um, I want I want to mend the relationship. You know, and hopefully that person says, hey, OK, I want to mend the relationship, too. But you have to be willing to deal with the fact that the, the, the individual you want to mend the relationship with doesn't want to mend the relationship with you. And if that is the case, then you have to ask God to heal, heal you and just uh, and take away the desires for you to want to. And when I say mend, I'm using it incorrectly because, yes, you want you want there to be forgiveness, but there might not be a rekindling. You you and that person might not be friends or have the same relationship. 
Mm. And so if God is saying this is someone you're supposed to be in relationship with um, and that person is like, well, I don't want to be in relationship with you right now. Then you have to pray and ask God to intervene. Um, and that that's just one. That's one way. But however, if the person is like and I hope I'm not sounding confusing, but if the person if the outcome is, yes, I want to mend, then I think that you should take it from there. You know, just constantly being mindful Um of the other person's um, perspective, their feelings, but also being prayerful um, mm-hmm. because you don't want to, there to be another rift. And I think um, being honest and open and upfront about how you're feeling is important, but it's not what you say. I really believe is how you present the information. So if you already know it's kind of a touchy situation that might um bring about um, feelings of rage, um, feelings of anger, or cause you to elevate your voice, argue, um, you might want to deal with that before you try to move forward and mending the relationship because you don't want things to um, end up being worse. Yeah, that was good. I hope that helps. For sure. I think so. Help me, Jen. But... (laughs) I would also add to that by saying, um, get up every day with intention, meaning you have to, you're going to have to be very intentional about building a mended relationship. And what I mean by that is like, we didn't just get up one day and say we wanted to mend our relationship. We started our relationship back in 1999. We had a breakdown back in 2011, 12, somewhere in there. And then we just literally mended our relationship. In 2021. In 2021. So having said that, it's 2022 now. We've been doing a lot together, still building. But it's it's going to take intention, right? I think you mentioned that you were in your own prayer time doing, hearing from God, doing mm-hmm. your own transformation. I was doing my own thing on my end. Um, And one of the biggest takeaways I can take from our conversation is that, you know, we, I think we intentionally didn't bash each other or Mm -hmm. bash our relationship. We had enough, I guess, maturity in that, in that regard or love for one another. Because when you love somebody, it's for so far you'll go. Mm Mm-hmm. I think when you love somebody, when you have a deep relationship, a connection with somebody, you don't want to hurt them. You don't want to go but so far, you know? That's we didn't share each that. other's secrets. It was yeah, some things that? that occurred that we never like mentioned to other yeah, people. For sure. That's they had that takes some attention. Cause that would have made I think that would have made things worse. Yeah. For sure. Like I don't know Definitely. if you come back from some things. But that those little small things, those intentional things that came about as a result of our breakdown or whatever, I think that that is one of the biggest takeaways that I had from our conversation. Um, so now what I want to do is I want to pray for some people out there. Just offer up a prayer, a quick prayer. You want to pray, Dr. Key, or you want me to take this one? Let me know. Um, it doesn't matter. Go ahead, host. You make the decision. <laughs> I'm going to say a quick prayer. If you want to tag along, let me know. Okay. Okay. So, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for 
the girls that are listening, the women, the girls, and there may be some men on the line, but Lord, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for what you given us an opportunity to share. And so, Father, I just ask that you would come into our hearts today, come into our minds today. And we thank you for those out there who are listening, who have a sincerity about them, who say, Lord, I want to mend my relationship with a friend. I want to mend my relationship with a parent or whomever that is. We thank you, oh God, for a heart that forgives. God, you said in your word to create in us a clean heart and renewing us the right spirit, Father. So we invoke your scripture today creating them a clean heart and renewing them a right spirit within them. Give them the courage, give them the faith, and give them the strategies that they may embark upon a transformation that allows them to mend the connectivities of their heart with those who you deem appropriate, Father. We thank you for what you're going to do for them, oh God, and we thank you that you will even give them peace that passes all understanding regarding what you will have for them with those relationships that they are seeking to mend. And Father, we also ask that you would come into their hearts, change their minds, change their perspectives in ways that invoke your presence, Father, today. And we thank you for what you're going to do. We thank you for how you're going to do it. And we even thank you for a testimony about how great you are. And we thank you, oh God, for doing everything that you said you would. In your son, Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. 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 So this conversation has been super great. I have had with me today, Dr. Kiana L. Peart of KLP Realty. Thank you so much for joining and we look forward to episodes. Be sure to like, share, and give us a review. We want to hear from you. And don't forget to connect with Dr. Jasmine, me, your girl, your host at Dr. Jasmine Lee on Instagram and Facebook. Looking forward to new content dropping. Thank you so much for listening.